Okay, so on this episode, I want to talk about Trump's one millionth uh, indictment because I think that that's the number that we're on. I think that President Trump has been indicted a total, a grand total of one million times. Like, I'm pretty sure we're, we're getting close to like a million times that President Trump has been indicted. I think that this is very curiously funny that, you know, they are choosing to indict Trump again for the very obvious reason of they want to pull him out of the presidential race. We know that. Everybody knows that. Um, but it's also to be a distraction from the Hunter Biden hearings. Why in the world are they continuing to indict President Trump when they very well could, if they really did care about January 6th and what happened on January 6th? And I've done an interview with a J6er on this podcast. You guys can go back. I'll link to it in the description for you guys to find those. There were two episodes. It was um, a two-part interview because it was so informative. She was so right about everything because I live in Washington, D.C. I saw what was going down that day. And I remember looking back and forth, and you guys have heard me say this a million times, but I remember looking from my roof over to the Capitol building. Everybody was standing on the stairs. They looked very peaceful. And then looking over to the left to the TV on my apartment building roof and to see how they were making it look on CNN and MSNBC and all of these other super woke legacy media groups who are making it out to seem like an actual insurrection. Of course, this is how they want to make it seem because they are going after Trump again. They want everybody to see Trump as what Joe Biden actually is. Joe Biden is an actual tyrant. This is what they do in communist nations. And by the way, everybody's like, fascist, fascist, communist, communist. At the end of the day, all of these things boil down to blatant, uh, very basic tyranny. And you can throw your sticks and stones. We can all say, you're fascist, you're a dictator from the right, or communist, you're a dictator from the left. But any sort of tyranny, any sort of authoritarianism where they are removing your rights is a bad thing. It's a bad look. And as much as they want to make it seem like Trump is a fascist or he's like a right-leaning despot, he's just not. He's just not. He wasn't trying to take anybody's rights away. Trump was trying to make sure that everybody had their rights and that everybody had as much freedom as they possibly could, which, by the way, is why our economy was booming under President Trump. Everybody had so much freedom and they were using it wisely to take themselves further in their own lives, help their families, help their communities, help their churches, help everything around them. And that is why we were flourishing under President Trump and why we are diminishing under President Biden. Again, I do not believe that President Biden actually won, uh, you know, 81 million votes. I do not believe that he is our genuine, legitimate president. And I will just tell you guys, everybody's like, oh, you can't challenge, you can't challenge the, the findings of the system. The system is flawed. All of the people who say you can't challenge the findings of the system, you guys have been complaining about the system for long than we have. So why are you coming out and saying, definitely, definitely the elections were fair and we should always trust authority and, you know, nobody has bad intentions for anybody else. Ever. Like, just listen to yourselves because you have always been the side that has been like, you know, questioning authority, questioning all of these things that are going on systematically. And then you come out and you say, no, 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 no. Trust it. Trust it. Trust it. Where are y'all's hippie genes now? Why can't y'all just stand up for individualism now? Where, where, where is that part of your brain anymore? Although I know that hippies, you know, and communists, it, it's not really about genuine internal 
um, individualism, communists, and uh, I guess hippies who are all left leaning. I mean, they they want to have this very superficial type of uh, individuality where they're wearing, you know, they're allowed to wear floral shirts if you're a guy or, you know, and and have like a bandana on your head or you get to put a flower behind your ear, but they don't care about like individuality of thought or opinion or like spiritual beliefs. They don't believe in any of that. There has to be on the left and on the communist side of things, there has to be this very um, communal, like everybody is pretty much the same internally um, thing and if you step out of line like RFK Jr. has been doing then you get silenced or you get shut down or you get removed from Instagram when you have 900,000 followers Um, you know this is how the left is this is how they operate and that is why they are trying to again take Trump out but we're not going to let it happen we never let it happen we're not going to let it happen and even if they do somehow put Trump away in prison all of Trump's supporters are still going to vote for him we're going to vote for him no matter where he is we're gonna vote for him even if he's dead which is their ultimate goal um you know if they do get trump put away in prison do not make any mistake they are going to epstein donald trump something fishy is going to happen where they're going to say the cameras just weren't on something happened to the cameras the guy that was supposed to be watching trump he fell asleep we don't know what happened he was just tired and then and then so and then what and then trump hangs himself like epstein like are, what are they going to have him do uh trump is not suicidal trump is on a mission to restore freedom into our nation and to fix our economy and to just repair everything that Joe Biden has very quickly destroyed. And that is what Donald Trump is trying to do. Rush Limbaugh said, um, RIP Rush, I I really, I really miss Rush. He was always so good about, you know, commentary on current happenings. And he was really good at predicting things too. Um, But he predicted that the left was going to try to do this to Trump. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. They are trying to take Trump out, um, you know, against the will of the people, everybody knows that Trump has all of this support. Any rally that he does, he's pulling tens of thousands of people into these rallies. I mean, they can't always even fit. They'll have to, there's a lot of runover where they're outside of the rallies and they can't even come in because it's so full um, in the actual where they're hosting these rallies. So it's like, obviously Trump has the support. Obviously Trump has always had the support. And um, But Rush said that they were going to try to come get us through getting Trump. Basically, they were going to try to ruin the American people the American people who care about their freedom and care about how this country was founded and cares about the American dream and all of these things, they were going to try to come for us, the Marxist, communist, leftist, crazy people, were going to do everything that they can because remember that for communists, the ends always justify the means. It doesn't matter how they have to get there. They don't care lying. They don't care killing. They don't care what they have to do. The ends always justify the means to them because again, they just don't believe in God. They don't believe in God, so they don't have morals how could you? How could you have any morals if you don't believe in God? God is the designer of everything, including morals. And if you don't believe in God, you're not going to have any true morals. And you're just like a criminal who will turn on his criminal buddy when things get dicey and you'll take the bag of money and run away into the stolen car, never to see your your criminal friend again. The left just doesn't care. They, they, They don't have any allegiances, least of all to our country. They don't have any loyalties, least of all to themselves and each other. 
That's why, again, they're going after RFK Jr. And I'm so mad when I see how they are censoring him and butchering up his interviews to make it look like he said things he didn't say or totally taking out things that he did say because he's calling out the left. He's calling out his own side. I call out the right a lot. Um, and I'm an independent. I, you know, try to consider myself pretty middle of the road, but I know that I lean right. Um, and I will criticize the right too. And I know you guys sometimes get really mad at me for that, but I have to do it. And RFK Jr. knows he has to do it and he's trying to do it, but then they keep messing up and twisting his words or totally removing them altogether or, you know, banning him when he has close to a million followers on these platforms. So I don't want to go on a whole long, you know, intro rant like I, I typically do, but this is what we're going to talk about on this episode. Uh, the Trump indictment, number one million, and how it is simultaneously a distraction from the Hunter Biden hearings. By the way, Hunter Biden is an actual scumbag. He's somebody that you should actually, like the FBI should actually go after him. Um, but the, the the government never goes after who they should actually go after. So they're going after Trump. Um, you know, they keep trying to take him out and they never can. They keep trying. That should be evidence enough to all of you that this is a complete joke. It is a complete circus that they keep coming after him, but they never have enough to get him because he's not an evil, wicked man, because he's not doing evil, wicked things. He is Donald Trump, who was trying to save our country, and he actually did before it was stolen from him uh, by this decrepit, ugly, old pedophile, okay? That is where we are in this country, and I think everybody understands, but we really need to take it very seriously, and to everybody who's just been automatically siding with the left because you've thought, you know, I'm a Democrat, my parents are Democrats, like, like we are just on the right side of everything. Take a second to have your own thoughts, okay? Just take a little bitty moment and take some time to think about your own thoughts. Like, what are your own thoughts on things? I was raised Republican. Republican. Okay, I was raised Republican. Does that mean that I automatically side with the Republicans no matter what? No. If y'all have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, then you know that that's not true. I am always, I will criticize everyone. I'm so good at finding the problems with things, like so good at finding the problems with things. And it doesn't even matter if I predominantly agree with it. Like I can find the problem. I find the problems in myself. I find, I can find the problems in everything. And then, you know, just be like, here's how we can improve. And I've always always been that way. And so I will call out the right and the Republicans too. But just because I was raised Republican doesn't mean that I just automatically agree with Republicans on everything. I probably disagree with the current Republican Party even more, I would say maybe even more, than I disagree with the current Democrat Party. Because at least the Democrat Party, you know what you're getting. You're getting liars. You're getting thieves. You're getting gay people who don't know how to run anything. Pete Buttigieg, I just, you know, shout out to you by my guy i mean i these people are so stupid they're so insane and you know i'm gonna get banned again if i say that on social media but i will say it here maybe i'll be banned here too who knows who knows we're just gonna have to continue telling you guys the truth but why do we why does this administration hire all of these you know you know no offense but i mean but a little bit of offense it's like why are you hiring people just because they're black and just because they're gay like the the guy that stole the suitcases at the airport why is he why was he ever in charge of nuclear 
anything. P- these crazy people should not be in charge of important things. And I'm not saying that you're automatically crazy if you're gay. I'm just saying you shouldn't get your job just based on your sexuality or your skin color or like whether or not you believe in unicorns. Like I, you shouldn't be getting your job based on anything other than your credentials. <laughs> like, I don't know why that is such a controversial thing to say in 2023, but here we are and it is. But I think we can all tell that the Biden administration is is completely awful. But we're going to be talking about Trump's indictment, how it's a distraction from the Hunter Biden hearings um, and how we are just in a whole hot mess. And that no matter what, we vote for Trump, even if we're voting for him while he's sitting in prison. Okay, so before we get into everything, I do need to remind you guys about Noble Gold. You guys have heard me talk about Noble Gold before, but we all know that the economy is trash and that it is only going to get trashier the longer that Joe Biden is fraudulently holding office and the longer that President Trump is not. And so therefore, you do need to invest in gold and silver and other precious metals to make sure that you are diversifying your wealth and that you're able to make sure that you're able to pay for things because what is the dollar bill anymore? What even is it backed by? Because certainly it's not backed by gold ever since we went off of the gold standard. So you're going to want to invest in actual gold and silver. Y'all, this is what they used in the Bible to pay for things. This is what we're going to have to go back to to pay for things because they have made our money worthless. Our money doesn't, it's like you're trading monopoly money with people these days. That is how much worth our money has. And so you really need to be investing smartly so that your wealth is not affected by all of these terrible policies that these leftist government people are putting into place. And by the way, the conservative government people who are not fighting against any of it, they're not fighting against any of it. If any of you guys are listening to this, right-leaning Congress members, y'all need to get your act together because our country is literally drowning and you guys aren't doing anything but getting fancy dinners with the people that are ruining our country. So maybe y'all should think about doing something else. But anyway, Noble Gold will help you figure out what is a gold and silver IRA, why a gold and silver IRA, IRA is right for you, how to own gold and silver, benefits of diversifying with gold and silver, how to roll over your 401k to a gold and silver IRA, and all types of things. So if you guys want to check that out, I will have a link below for you to do just that. Okay, so now getting right on into this indictment number 1 million to Donald Trump. Like, what is going on? You guys, I swear, we're turning into Cuba and Venezuela so fast. You guys do not understand, except for a lot of my listeners do, because you guys are very based and you're very knowledgeable and you're very wise. And you know about history. And so you know what is going on. But to all of your friends who maybe don't really understand how serious the situation is in America right now, definitely share this podcast around. It's very easy. All you have to do is copy the links to the episodes, copy the links to the show, and then just send it to your I mean, I'm telling you guys, this is not just out of like, let's up the numbers because Jenny needs the glory. I don't need any glory. I don't even like that I have to do this if I'm absolutely honest with you guys. But I don't see a lot of people pushing back against the communist narrative that is overtaking every other narrative. And we're not even allowed to have any other discussions at this point. And so I feel very fired up about making sure that we do not lose free thought and free speech in this country because we are not a free country at that point. You have to be able to 
to have free thought and free speech and the ability to dissent from the whatever like narrative that is like the predominant thing that everybody's accepting at any given time and honestly whenever anything is like uh like culturally any everybody starts to accept something this is just like the uh nazis i mean everybody started getting on board with that and then the people who started questioning it were like you know killed so i don't want america to get to that point and i think it's also important for everybody to remember that nazi literally stands for national socialist german workers party so uh i do i did notice because it used to be that was the actual technical definition and then they changed it on google they've actually been changing a lot of definitions recently online and in dictionaries which is very concerning because it's just another control tactic to sort of manipulate um people's ability to think for themselves and just to be able to think clearly everybody does need to read 1984 by george orwell and watch the movie of that because it's very very crucial for everybody to understand that that is exactly what they are doing to us in america but at a global level that is globalism that is what they want ultimately for everybody um it's why they ban people like me from social media it's why they're banning you guys it is you have to think the way they want you to think and the way that they want you to think is the ways in which will give them the most money and power why is that so shocking i say it on every episode but y'all shouldn't be shocked by that but anyway let's get into the charges that they are bringing against trump again again we are on indictment number like five million um and they keep coming after trump for the same things over and over again it's always for oh the the classified documents or wow january 6th that day where you told everybody to be peaceful you just were a horrible awful man what an insurrectionist you didn't want uh democracy um this is just the optics of washington dc are that's just what it is washington dc is like a movie set and everybody is interested in pushing their narrative onto the american public in order to maintain power and control um here over our country and over the entire world because at the end of the day these people are using your money and your blind faith in them um, against you and against me and against everybody who means well and is acting in good faith. These people don't act in good faith. These people are bad actors and they are evil. Um, and that's exactly what they were doing on January 6th. And they, But they keep going after Trump for this, even though you can go back now that Elon Musk, even though I have all these issues with Elon Musk for, you know, and I have rightful reasons to be mad at Elon Musk. I mean, he kicked me off of Twitter, but he did um, give President Trump back his Twitter account. So what does that mean? That means that you can go back yourself and see what President Trump was tweeting the day of January 6th. And it was all be peaceful, you know, don't be violent, like make sure that you're following the law, like Trump is law and order guy. Um, so it's just very interesting to me how they keep coming after Trump when the day and if you lived in Washington, D.C. ever in your life, then you know that they will do exactly what I've been saying. They will turn it into this whole narrative and why if they were so afraid of Trump supporters coming to Washington, D.C., this was something that was planned. They were always going to come to Washington, D.C. and support Trump and go and listen to him talk and then probably walk around the National Mall. That was always in the plans. Like, they they had a plan to do this. So if Mayor Bowser was so concerned um, and, you know, afraid of something horrible happening, of like an insurrection, then they would have taken better care to, you know, 
protect the buildings, to, you know, put gates around the Capitol building, to do literally anything at all. But they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything at all. And so I just find it very incredibly um, just uh, just such a lie that they are telling everybody, oh, it was a huge insurrection and, you know, we just didn't see it coming. And then and then now we're, you know, in the right and everybody else is in the wrong. And, and Trump, who wants to protect your rights, he's just he's a horrible, horrible man. Like, what is going on? So they are coming after him again for that. They, they keep trying to get him for this. They can't get him for anything because he was the one telling everybody, stay peaceful, stay peaceful. There's a lot of footage, by the way, of reporters from CNN. I saw footage of reporters from CNN um, getting people to go inside of the Capitol building and like patting each other on the back and saying, we did it. We did it. We got them to come in. Um, you know, there were people that were agitators that were trying to rile Trump supporters up. Um, and I just think that everybody needs to, I have been saying for the longest time, and I'm going to have to do it myself, apparently, but like, I feel like I have to do everything myself. Um, but there needs to be an evidence fraud website. There also needs to be a January 6th true, like, um, like a sort of like a documentary kind of thing where it's just clips of the day taken, uh, you know, video clips of the day taken by people who were actually there um, and then kind of just stringed together and turned into this whole entire website where people can literally just go watch, not even like a documentary of any sort of professional measure, but like uh, just a string of all of these videos of what actually took place on January 6th. Cause you can see in those videos that have since this, uh, like, since then been taken down off of TikTok and everywhere else um, people you know peaceful Trump supporters kind of knocking on the door and asking the police to open the door don't forget that all of the people on January 6th all the police officers were letting these people in they weren't stopping them they weren't acting afraid of them there was one very goofy looking cop um, you know in the Senate chamber who was like hey can you guys you know leave it wasn't like get the hell out of here it was just Hey, can y'all leave? The police know that it's the people's building. These are our buildings. They are our buildings. We pay for them with our tax dollars. And I've told you guys that also a million times. Um, so the police themselves knew, you know, like we can't really prevent the people from coming in here. Um, but if they really felt like there was a threat, then it wouldn't have been this thing where it was just like, hey, can you please, you know, when you get a chance, can y'all get out of here? If, if it was a genuine threat, they were genuinely afraid they would have been doing what police officers do. They would have, you know, gotten their weapons out. They would have told them, hey, get out of here. And by the way, it was the police officers, the Capitol Police, who shot Ashley Babbitt and the only violence that took place that day was by the Capitol Police. So y'all tell me who the violent ones are. It certainly isn't Trump supporters. So I know that there were... I know that there were videos of some top people in the FBI who were talking about riling Trump supporters up and getting them to do this. Um, there just seemed to be this concerted effort and Washington DC always does stuff like this. There were FBI agents trotting around and matching identical clothes pretending to be Trump supporters during COVID. And they were all wearing their, you know, matching black, like little face masks that Trump supporters would like genuine Trump supporters would have never been wearing masks during COVID. I don't know if you guys noticed, but that wasn't something that they were into. 
And, um, you know, I just like remember that it was just such a weird thing that they were trotting around Washington, D.C., the FBI during COVID, trying to make it seem like they were super rebellious against all of the COVID requirements. And it was like, but y'all were wearing masks and real Trump supporters were definitely not doing that. And I remember that I was at a D.C. dog park when everybody at the freaking dog park, it just seemed like people split into two camps. It was like, oh, you wear masks or you don't. And we're team mask or your team not mask and which are you because I don't know if we can be friends anymore and I was team not mask and I didn't and I always oh I got so mad at the people at the dog park in DC about that I they were like are you gonna get vaccinated you should really get vaccinated why why aren't you vaccinated I was like do you think that my personal health history is any of your business like do you really think so and so I just didn't understand why you know like a lot of people just don't pay attention when governments are taking over their nations they don't pay attention to it it happens in so many nations and everybody's like you know how did this stuff with Hitler happen but it's because people just aren't paying attention to what they're doing when they are, you know, separating people and heavily judging them just because the government has told you, you need to treat these people this way. And it's okay for you to treat these people this way because, you know, we say that it is. And, and in the government's eyes, the government is God. And that's why a lot of leftists don't believe in God, but they do believe in the government because they think the government's going to save me. They view the government as their savior. They have a trouble. Um, they have a problem like leading their own lives and making their own decisions. So they feel more comfortable uh, passing that responsibility and accountability to the government because they trust the government more um, than themselves. And so that becomes a huge, huge problem at a national level because then you're stuck with a bunch of victim mentality people who don't know how to do anything and overtrust people who want to control everybody. Um, but it is just a huge, huge problem in DC where they are pushing these narratives. And my point with all of this is that they are trying to push narratives. They were trying to push narratives with COVID. They are trying to push a narrative about J six and it just wasn't the case. Again, I'm here. I saw what was going on. I looked to my right. I saw what was going on. It looked very peaceful at the Capitol. I looked to the left at the TV on my roof and it looked very much like an insurrection. So that shows the power of the media that shows the power of the messaging and of PR, frankly, and just um, wanting to have this very specific scene that you're projecting to the country in order to, again, control them. The government doesn't want to take care of you. They have no desire to take care of you why why do you think that the government who has never met you who doesn't have any idea about your life or your decisions or how you are or your favorite color like they don't know anything about you how in the world do you think that, they, that these people care about your life or or like making sure that you have what's best for you they don't care about any of that um and my reason for saying all of this again is because this is why they're pushing the J6 narrative. If, if Trump supporters genuinely were insurrectionists and were trying to overthrow the government, um, you know, then yeah, that would be a problem. But that's not what was going on. Nobody overthrew anything. Um, you know, what was an actual insurrection? What was happened? Uh, what happened in Afghanistan after Joe Biden had a terrible pullout of Afghanistan with our soldiers leaving our people and leaving 
using all of our weapons and our machinery for the Taliban. Islam. Islam. We love Islam on this podcast, don't we? No, we don't. No, we really don't. Um, and again, I am an Islamophobe, but deal with it, frankly, is what I would say. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but Islam is a religion that promotes violence and misogyny and rape and torture, and they're just not good people. So that's just how I feel about that. And you know what? I'm allowed to feel that way. Um, Jamie Foxx put out, I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm going on a few rabbit trails, but we're going to get back to the Trump indictment stuff. I just need to lay down the groundwork. You know how this podcast operates by now. But Jamie Foxx put out a post. Um, I don't have the post right in front of me, but basically the post said something along the lines of, you know, they killed Jesus. Um, what do you think they're going to do to you? And then the post had hashtags like hashtag fake friends, hashtag fake love or something like that. Um, and, you know, basically what Jamie Foxx was saying is, hey, they're going to treat Christians bad. We were told by Jesus that they're going to cheat, treat us bad. And, um, yeah, and cheat. <laughs> I accidentally said cheat, but they did cheat. They cheated in the election. And then they got mad that we noticed and wanted to do something about it. But I divert my attention away from what I'm trying to say. Uh, Jamie Foxx put out that post very quickly, removed it when everybody had a problem with that. People were saying that it was anti-Semitic, that it was just really rude to Jewish people. And then Jennifer Aniston had liked it or reposted it and then walked back her liking it or reposting it. She was basically like, I didn't, I didn't like this on purpose and I didn't like it on accident, which what? Like you either liked it on purpose or you liked it on accident. But anyway, Jennifer Aniston is an airhead. Uh, most of the people in Hollywood are airheads. And, um, you know, there were a lot of people that were apologizing for liking that post. And I thought that was just, it's another one of these weird cultural contagions where it's like, okay, you're infected with the like me uh, virus and you have to be liked by everybody and you're willing to walk back your own opinions on things, your own religion, um, in order to be liked by by people and that is just frankly really disgusting and it's not okay and you know you can do that it shows that you're weak that you're morally and spiritually weak but you can do that and Jennifer Aniston did that and Jamie Foxx decided to do that and all the other people who liked the post decided to do that but it's true it is literally true <laughs> like they treated Jesus so badly they murdered him like why do we as Christians expect to be treated any better than Jesus Christ was why do we expect that we don't we don't deserve that first and foremost we were guaranteed hardships we were guaranteed turmoil we were guaranteed problems but jesus said it's okay i have overcome the world so you're gonna be all right um but not if you are not sticking up for jesus and i'm so tired of seeing people so ashamed to stand up for the savior of their souls i am so sick of seeing that everybody should be ashamed of themselves for doing that but, you know, at the end of the day, we really are in just such a big problem area in our country because we have lost our faith in God. We are ashamed to say that we believe in Jesus. And when your country starts going in that direction, in a godless, terrible, awful, atheistic, just terrible direction, then of course your country's going to fall. Of course you're going to have fraudulent leaders. Of course everybody's going to be too afraid to stand up for their convictions because they don't have any anymore. And they're just taking everything on the chin because because 
because, you know, it's it's just it's morally right to be morally weak, apparently, is the new messaging from the Democrats. And, you know, communism is good because democracy is right, because communism is tyranny. And therefore, we will be a democracy if we become communists. Where is the logic in anything? We don't have logic anymore. Y'all are so afraid to use your own brains um, and to think for yourselves. And truly and genuinely, that is why we are losing our country. That is why we are losing our godliness. That is why we are losing everything. Um, And make no mistake, if they get Trump on any of this, which they're not, because they've continuously tried to get him on all of this stuff and they can't get him on any of this stuff, it's just abundantly clear that they hate Trump because he promotes freedom and free thought and free speech. And he just promotes everything that the establishment obviously would be against. Obviously, the establishment does not want people to think for themselves. Like, obviously. Um, I don't know what happened just now, but like in my earphones, I can hear that the podcast sounds a little bit different and we're just going to keep going because we're just going to keep going. And if it gets fixed, then it gets fixed. Um, if it doesn't, then whatever. Um, okay. So the four counts that Trump is facing, uh, they are conspiracy to defraud the United States to obstruct, um, certification of electoral college of votes, uh, to deprive people of the right to have their vote counted, which is funny. If you think about it, it's actually really funny because, you know, Trump was there trying to basically say, um, yeah, this was stolen. This was a stolen election. Um, and then the other one is obstructing or attempting to obstruct official proceedings. So, I think that everybody should go back for themselves to go look at Donald Trump's tweets and actually let me go pull those up right now so that I can read you guys what he was saying right before all of the January 6th stuff happened. So basically, um, Trump was calling for peace. He said, yeah, we're going to have a rally. Yeah, we're going to be mad. Yeah, we're going to show the uh, establishment in Washington, D.C. that we're upset because it doesn't make any sense that Donald Trump would receive that few votes and that someone like Joe Biden who couldn't pull anybody to his rallies. They weren't rallies. They were like tiny, tiny get-togethers. There were like literally six people at one of his little events. Like it doesn't make any sense and everybody had questions. Um, Trump was not there to be violent. He was telling everybody to be peaceful. He was reminding everybody that we care about law enforcement and we don't want anybody to get hurt and we follow the law. The question that was arisen on January 6th was, was this a fair election? And it was a, a we are allowed in America America to to peacefully go and let the government know, hey, we're kind of on to you. And what the hell happened with that 2020 election? My good sirs, like what going what was going on? Um, so President Trump put out these tweets. He said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. So that is what he said on January 6th at 1.38 p.m. Um, he said again on January 6th, he said, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of uh, law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Um, so let's see. What else did he put out? He he's repeatedly was telling everybody, be peaceful. He said, be peaceful. Do not cause a ruckus. And for the most part, people were not causing 
a ruckus. They were just, y'all, this was, I live in Washington. I saw what was going on. Like, this is not something that was just this violent, terrible thing. The only violence, the only person that got killed in its tragedy that Ashley Babbitt got killed, okay? It was a tragedy, but it was the Capitol Police officers that killed her, not Trump supporters. It was just, I am so tired of hearing this narrative that Trump supporters were being violent. Like, where is the proof of that? They will never show us, by the way, any of the footage. We Trump supporters who are apparently, you know, the aggressors and the evil people who were being super violent that day, we are the ones who have been asking for them to release the video footage of the day. Like, we are the ones who have been saying, hey, Congress, put out all the information. Let the people decide. They refuse to do it. So it wasn't, there's this clear cover-up. And now, I don't know if you guys saw, but now, um, you know, they've gotten rid of all of the evidence. Like, that is a crime. And Trump said that tonight. He went and he talked to, I think, Eric Bowling, and he was saying... um, like that's a criminal act. That's a criminal act to just get rid of all of the evidence um, for the things that you're charging me with. Like what the hell is going on to our country? Like what's going on? They are clearly targeting their, um, their prime political opponent, and they are trying to take him out of the race. Not only that, they are trying to put him in prison. And again, if Donald Trump does go to prison, they will they will Jeffrey Epstein him. He will, uh, quote unquote, you know, have like murdered himself. Like he will commit suicide. That is what they will say. But that's not what will have happened. Um, you know, they will have intentionally killed Donald Trump in prison, and then oh, too, like too bad, so sad for all of y'all who wanted to vote for him and keep your freedom and your rights and not drive electric cars and have to rent everything so that we can easily take it away from you and to all you people who wanted to keep your guns in order to protect yourselves from us the government even though you know we told you guys we needed to send ukraine weapons to like defend themselves against their governments like you don't get to do that against like protect yourself against us here in america because you know protection we're protecting people by taking your weapons away it's absolute lunacy that is happening in this country And I swear um, that everybody needs to start getting smarter. It is absolutely appalling. I do not even understand how so many people can make it through their lives like day to day. If you're this stupid, if you're like this stupid that you can't even tell that the government is trying to totally take advantage of you right now. Like y'all, I try to be calm and peaceful and like maintain my composure on this podcast. Like I really do for the most part feel like pretty composed but I'm very upset with the fact that we are really turning into this communist shithole country and I'm sorry if you're listening with kids but like it is genuinely we are turning into a shithole country and I just am saying like you don't want the rest of your life to be like the past three years have been under Joe Biden's fraudulent presidential um, administration and I just want to say here that you know I think that the fact that they're doing such a bad job and that uh, Biden has such a low approval rating in the nation should also be proof, definitive proof, that he did not win the 2020 presidential election. I don't know why we can't even, you know, talk about the fact that, you know, we have questions. Donald Trump was not trying to have this thing that had like a coup, like an insurrection, like take over the government and overthrow everything and then crown me king. That is not what Trump was trying to do. It was a statement. January 6th was a statement to the government that was, hey, we really kind of know what you were doing and we just wanted to let you know. And if y'all wanted to like look over everything another time before you certify this election, 
election. You know, we'd appreciate it. We, the people who voted for Donald Trump, you know, the more of us than there are of like Joe Biden uh, voters. Like, we just want to make sure everything was done fairly. And in America, you're allowed to do that. So uh, just a reminder, the Democrats never had any problems with the BLM rioters. They encouraged that. Actually, Maxine Waters was encouraging that. They're all like all of the Democrats in Congress were encouraging that violence. And they were looting all of these private businesses who had nothing to do with George Floyd's death, which, by the way, George Floyd was no saint. He was he was a terrible guy. He pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's belly like he was literally like uh he was just a scumbag like it's like obviously scumbags even should not you know be killed by police officers they deserve to have you know their due process just like trump deserves to have his due process and like go through the process but trump shouldn't even be you know charged with any of this but my point is that even if you are like a scumbag you deserve to have uh the process of going through the justice system and and making your case and all of that so i don't believe that you know the police have a right to go and like just kill people you know willy-nilly but like at the same time sometimes they have to to protect people and my point with the george floyd thing is that he was just not a saint he was just not a great guy he was just not a great dude and so i do not like or appreciate seeing the left continuously uphold these terrible people as like these saints and i i hate seeing that and i'm overseeing that Um, But my point, my greater point with this point is that, you know, the left was completely fine with all of the BLM rioters burning down, literally burning down cities. And don't forget also that the media was calling those mostly peaceful riots. Like, I think you guys need to take a step back and really think about what um, what these people's narrative is. It is total destruction. It is death. It is misery. It is division. It is um, we are in the part of revelation right now where we are calling good evil and we are calling evil good. And we and that can be, you know, that is part of the whole transition thing where people are getting maimed and we're calling that good and tolerant and loving you know what why don't you go chop off your penis five-year-old billy i think that that is what you should do because it is you being your authentic self no it's not no it's not it's you being it's literally you rejecting your authentic self and children should not be transitioning at all but my point is that we are really We are really like just getting into such a dangerous place in the world where we're just allowing these people who have poor intentions for us, not even just poor, just terrible. Like, I I think the media genuinely wants everybody to dead. Like, why would you go to these BLM riots and say, yeah, that was just, it was mostly peaceful. Do you remember all the fire, all the fire in the background while they were saying that? You should look into those videos if you haven't seen those. I'll link some of them um, in the description for this podcast podcast episode. By the way, some of my team just randomly quit for this podcast because I said something that they found offensive. And I guess that was, you know, bound to happen sooner or later. But if you are looking for a job and you know things about podcasting and all of the things that have to do with the podcasting world, then definitely send me your resume on LinkedIn on any social media platform because I am looking to hire two people to add to my team. But um, yeah, so they're just the the uh, up is down down is up everything is opposite day like you 
everybody is ultimately so lost because they are biblically illiterate and you guys refuse to read your Bibles. And that's why I'm always pushing that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you just have to be able to think for yourself and see clearly what these people are doing. They are trying to take, and Trump said a long time ago, he said, they aren't really after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. And that is exactly what is happening with all of these indictments. It's like, you know, constantly we're on repeat with all these indictments, like bam, 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 bam. And they keep coming after him for the same freaking things. And they're never going to be able to get him because they just don't have any proof. He, he was telling everybody, be peaceful, stay peaceful, don't hurt anybody. Like, and just Trump supporters wouldn't be going after, you know, Capitol Police like they were suggesting that we were. And it's just like, ah, oh, man, we are just in quite a quite a spot. So I think that everybody needs to get involved at a local level. I think everybody needs to be very vocal about what is really happening. I think everybody needs to be aware that Washington, D.C. truly is the Truman Show. And the Truman Show, if you haven't seen that, you need to watch that. It's anything but true. And they are just concocting these narratives all the time to get you guys to believe in those non-existent narratives so that they can, they can just have more controls, take more of your money and um, your rights so that you are are their little gerbils and their little experiments and they get to take advantage of you. Um, so, you know, again, all the people who have been saying, oh, the system is just awful. The system is just awful. These people that you're siding with, okay, Democrats, liberals, progressives, I'm talking to you. Um, please understand that they are your enemy. And I am not saying that the Republicans in Washington, D.C. are not our enemy. They are also our enemy. It is a big machine where they are all on the same team and they just have these public parts that they play in order to make it seem like, you know, they're on your side or they're on your team. But the Republicans in Washington, D.C. are not on the Republicans team. The Democrats in Washington, D.C. are not on the Democrats team. The the it's called a uniparty when this happens, where they are just meeting quietly in back rooms and making deals. And and then they're like, OK, you have to say this to the to the TV cameras. And I say this and this is my part and this is your part and this is my part. And then they get lunch together and laugh about the fact that they are duping all of you guys into believing that they actually care about you or that they actually care about the cause. Um, none of these people do. And they just know that it's a game that they have to play in order to have ultimate control and to be extremely wealthy and, you know, go by their, their mansions. And that is what it is. So be very cognizant of the fact that, you know, uh, Trump is, trying to do the right thing. He doesn't have to do this. I don't really know why at this point he continues to try. Like, I really think that, you know, I've been saying for a very long time that Trump needs to, he needs to take faith more seriously. I think he does believe in God. I know that he said before that he hasn't repented and that concerns me a little bit. I hope that he does repent. Um, but, you know, I think that God historically through all, and all throughout the Bible, he has used very imperfect men for his perfect plan. And I do believe because I cannot explain it any other way. Like why would Trump still care enough to do all of this and to put himself through all of this 
if God were not using him for his greater plan. And so I do think that that's what's happening. I do not like the conservative slash Republican people who are always comparing Donald Trump to Jesus Christ. I think that is blasphemous and sacrilegious and disgusting. And y'all should really cut that out. But I do think that God is using Donald Trump. I do think that uh, God is giving Donald Trump a lot of strength right now. And um, just remember that God is a God of freedom at the very beginning of the Bible and Exodus. God is saving his chosen people from Egypt and from slavery. So, you know, God is for freedom. God is for free will. He wants you to be free, to live your life how you want, you know, pick what you're going to believe. Ultimately, obviously, he wants you to pick him and follow him and to do the right thing and be a moral, upstanding person. But, you know, he's not going to force you to do that. So I do encourage everybody to choose God. And I encourage everybody to pray for Trump. Um, I have been suggesting that we need to do like maybe be, I don't know, just we need to do like a big group, like as a country, like prayer for Trump and keep praying for him. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few years ago, the witches all around our country were uh, trying to cast spells on Trump. Like, and I think that was in 2017 and you can look that up. But a lot of the witches all around the country were trying to cast spells on Trump and just do their evil, satanic, uh, hot garbage shiz. And that's what they were doing. By the way, I have got to tell you guys this. I, there was this weird, weird, weird thing that happened to me at the coffee shop the other day. So I, um, I work all over the place. I like to go and like listen and kind of like see what's going on in the world. Like, I don't like just sitting in an office all day um, if I don't have to. Like, obviously, I have a lot of work calls and a lot of Zoom calls, and I will always be, you know, in the office. But sometimes I like to work not in the office, and sometimes I like to just go to coffee places to work and, like, kind of eavesdrop. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but, like, I'm constantly studying the culture, and to do that, you kind of have to put yourself around people a lot. So I will go and, like, try to work in public. It's always kind of loud. I don't like loud people, but I do go and just try to listen sometimes. So there was this, um, there was this witch who came in to the coffee place that I was working at the other day. And I, I didn't know she was a witch until she was leaving. Um, but she had come in to the coffee place. She looked really frazzled and disheveled. And, you know, I thought she was just kind of like a homeless, crazy lady. And she came in with like a backpack and then she didn't order anything. She did not order coffee or tea or anything. She just came and sat right next to me, even though all the other chairs were actually available at that particular time. So she could have sat in any of the other chairs in that coffee shop, but she she didn't. She came and she sat right next to me. And I remember thinking, I was just like, why are you sitting right next to me when there are all these other chairs in here? I feel like it's a generalized consensus in the world that everybody just knows that if there are like a bunch of other seats available or a bunch of other tables available, you go sit at a different table in a different chair. You don't sit right next to the person who is, you know, you don't go sit right next to the other person. That's the only other person that's in there at that time. Um, you know, that's just considered an invasion of personal space. And that is how I felt, but she came, she sat right next to me and I didn't say anything cause I thought she seemed a little weird. She had like stringy blonde hair and like just didn't look very well and so I didn't say anything I also thought in my mind I was like okay are you like 
you know, like, are you like, do you just need a friend? Do you just need a little buddy, buddy? Like, do you need to talk about something? I didn't know what was going on. So I just let her sit there. I didn't really look over at her because I thought it was going to be too like me looking into her personal space or whatever. Um, and I just remember I was working and working and trying to not pay attention to her. But then she was like talking like at, to herself. And I thought she was reading a book and reading it out loud because like you guys know, like some people are just like, like reading their book out loud. And it's annoying, but you just deal with it. Um, so I thought she was just reading her book aloud a little bit uh, in certain areas. And then she was like giggling sometimes. I thought she was laughing at the book, but she didn't have a book. And she'd brought in all of these toys that she sat down with. And I thought, okay, maybe a kid's coming. Maybe a kid's coming to meet her. Cause sometimes people will like tutor kids at the coffee houses that I go to, like meet kids and tutor them. Although they've never brought toys, they've brought books, you know, for school stuff. But she had all of these toys and I didn't pay attention to the toys very much I was just deep in my work and then she was just like leaving I was fixing to leave too and so I looked over because I wanted to know like who is this crazy lady that's been sitting next to me and doing weird stuff this entire time and it was like a few hours that I was sitting there and I looked over and she had this like cup thing that looked like a goblet kind of thing and then it but it was like this little altar she had set up like right um next to me in this coffee shop on the table and she had like a lighter in it she had like a blue lighter like to light your cigarettes in it she had a weird blue little blue ceramic bird in the cup and then she had like these pieces of paper next to the cup, like the little like sliced pieces of paper that you can like get and put like, like long stringy, like, you know, white like pieces of paper that you can put in gift bags when you're giving people things for their birthday or Christmas or, you know, holidays. And then, and then like, I realized like what was going on because she had this, she also had this like Joker doll that was like a voodoo doll. And I was like, holy crap, like you're a witch. And I didn't say that but I just kind of looked at her like what the heck and she was like I think she realized that I realized like what she was doing and so I went to get my phone to like take a picture of all of her weirdness and then she kind of like skedaddled really fast and I thought it was really really weird but I got a picture as she was leaving and um you know I just thought she was really really strange and so why do I bring this up it's because evil exists uh I do not think I don't even know like maybe she she didn't order any coffee I thought it was so weird I was like are you coming in here specifically to cast spells on me and I should have asked her but she really skedaddled so fast and it is just a weird occurrence and I don't want this to be an extremely long episode let me end it with this basically we are in a world that is broken and we are fighting evil and we have God inside of us because he is giving us strength. It doesn't mean that we're gods or goddesses, but we have the strength of God. We are protected by him. We have the armor on our bodies, the spiritual armor all the time. And we are going to have to be very bold and very out here with the truth. And we are going to have to stand up against the lies, even if everybody is on board with the lies. And we're going to have to say, look, that's fun. That's interesting. 
but let me show you this. And then we're going to have to show the world the biblical truth um, and of the situation and really get back to a place of true morality. The left is always virtue signaling. Even with this Trump indictment stuff, they are virtue signaling. They are saying, oh gosh, wow, we have got to protect democracy by enforcing communism and tyranny and authoritarianism because nothing is more democratic than nobody getting a vote and us just, you know, installing all of your leaders for you, which just so happened to be all of our best friends and family members. Like, no. But we can go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and people have been going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth about the details of all of these things. But at the end of the day, it's good versus evil. At the end of the day, you need to read your Bible so that you're cognizant of the fact that you have been incorrect about a lot of things. And we have to embrace true morality and ethics. And that all starts with with knowing God and to know what he calls good and to know what he calls bad, to reject what he rejects and to embrace what he embraces and to make sure that everybody knows what that is, because it really feels like a lot of people just don't know God. And it is a battle at the end of the day of good versus evil. And so that's why I've just been saying if the witches are going to go cast spells against Trump in 2017, like they did, maybe we should all Christians get together and pray over Trump and pray for Trump and pray for the rest of this country before, you know, I mean, we have to turn back to God. We cannot become this secularized country that never prays and never reads their Bible and just doesn't care about the spiritual. Everything is spiritual. You know that at a deep-seated level in your soul. It is the reason that we care about justice in the first place. Like, we care about justice because God is a God of justice, and all throughout the Bible, he is proving that, and he will prove that once again when Jesus does return. I mean, evil is just not going to make it. This life is a blip in, in time. You're not going to make it. You have to turn back to God. Is it easy? No. Would it be easier to not care about all of this stuff for me? Yeah, but I care about it because God has placed it on my heart, and I think that more people need to, you know, just start caring about important things and trying to spread truth in love. I'm, I'm not the best at being, like, super caring when I'm sharing the truth, but it's because I'm so frustrated at seeing the evil and seeing all of the lies. And, um, you know, people keep lying to me, and they are just awful people. They're just awful people out here, but that doesn't mean that we become awful. We just have to get involved, and we just have to educate ourselves on all of the things we need to know. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be, you know, the ins and outs of every single thing that's going on in the government. Yes, be educated. Yes, know everything that you can. But the better use of everybody's time genuinely is to grow closer to God, is to read your Bible, is to pray, um, and is to tell other people about that and spend time in fellowship with other true Christians. Um, that doesn't mean technically that even if you choose a church in your area, I'm not saying don't go to church, but be very, very careful about what church you do join, because a lot of churches these days, they call themselves churches, but they're not. They're just little weird clubs that are, they're injecting a lot of witchcraft, to be quite frank with you guys, since we were talking about about witches, but a lot of witchcraft stuff into the church. All of the new age belief stuff is very witchy and all of it is actually very connected. Astrology, witchcraft, like tarot cards, the Bible calls it necromancy uh, and says very specifically and very explicitly, like stay away from all of that stuff. And now the church is ab absorbing a lot of that into it and pretending that's okay. The Enneagram, not good news. Um, so study the history of things if you're not sure. Like is this satanic or is it not study the history of it and then if you've read your bible you'll be able to have the discernment to know oh okay yeah so no that's evil
So anyway, um, let's see. This was supposed to be like literally just about Trump's indictments, but it was about a lot of different things. Again, um, for the Trump indictments, just, I mean, just ignore the lies. That's literally all I have to say about that. Ignore the lies and make sure that you're telling other people, hey, the government is just lying to you guys in order to try to take control over everyone. So that's everything I have for this episode, and I will see you guys next time. (laughs) 